Welcome back, Patriots Nation. It has been a long off-season, but we are on the doorstep of football that matters. Your waiting is almost over. So we're going to talk about the whole off-season and look ahead to the first game versus the Cardinals all this week on Patriots Rap 360. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Without you, we can win on Sunday. On Sunday. How many can we win without him? You're right. That is the question. The question everybody's been asking kind of ever since Tommy B decided he'd take the suspension. You know? Take it. He's took I a knee. I mean, he's just... Took just a knee. He's like, enough for of this. the good of the team. Enough he's of like, this. I'm just going to do it. Hey, Patriot Nation, welcome back to this season's first edition of Patriots wow. Rap 360. Wow. Alongside lifetime Patriots fan and former Colby Mule, <laughs> Jason Chirello. I'm Mike Conley. Uh, and we are excited as you are <laughs> because another Patriot season is upon us. As they go to Phoenix to battle the Arizona Cardinals come Sunday. It's been a busy offseason. I mean, obviously, we don't have Tommy B. And, you know, I know we're saying we can win with him on Sunday. This is kind of me just trying to convince myself that Jimmy G, you know, is going to be the man and going to get the job done. I mean, handsomeness? Check. Cleft chin? Check. Dimples? Check. What else has he got? Well... I mean, I think this is great. I mean, I, I'm so excited for the first four games to, 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 to actually watch the Patriots with somebody other than Tom Brady. It, it kind of excites me for some reason. Wow. It really does. I, I, it's like, okay, let's roll out Jimmy. Let's, let's it, it, you know, at this point, it's like chum. You're, you're using him as trade. It's trade bait. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would rather just, like, you know, re-rack the 9 season and go watch some uh, Matt Castle games that are already in the can and have Tom Brady starting on the center on Sunday. But well, if you, you know, want to do it, you know, have Jimmy G out there. See you know something different. The first to, four game builds, builds uh, the character of the team. How they deal with the adversity of you uh, playing with somebody other than Tom Brady? Right. You know, people got to step up. Let people step up. You know. Well, I mean, the kid seems to you know be very composed. You know, he seems like a smart kid. So I'm hoping with you know three years you know holding the clipboard, he's got enough of the offense. You know, where or two years, two years. And this is this his third year or fourth year? Uh, this is his third year. Okay. Even still, he's just been holding the clipboard. Yeah, it's close enough. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but you know, here's the here's the thing with uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it says experience three years. So I'm just to me with Jimmy, like he's got to know for this. This is his day. This the next four games to him is his audition, and it's his chance to make the big contract. And I think as far as going into the meeting, like he's got to be like. Daniels and Belichick, they've got to be saying to him, like, yeah, let's be honest. You're not going to be a Patriot. You're not going to be. Well, he is under contract for next year as well. So 2017. 2017. Yeah. So, oh. but he's not going to be a Patriot. I mean, look, if Tom Brady truly does and think he has about, what, two to three years left? Two. Yeah. Let's just say two years. Right, right. Uh, I, it's going to be percent. 
Oh, I'm I'm totally with you. I mean, Brissett was drafted in the third round, right. you know, to be, and it's like it's a timing thing. It's a timing thing. It's a timing thing, and and so to that point, it's like okay, Jimmy, look, we're, we're preparing you the best we can for these four games, and these four games, huh. this is it for him. This is his career. This is his career. This sets him up for his next contract. What's he going to do? And if he plays well. Well, he's going to – not only are the Patriots going to get a first-rounder for him, right. which is ideal, He he's going to have himself a nice little contract. He's he's Look, look at – Castle got it. Like, people are dying. No one, you would rather have Jimmy Garoppolo off, coming off four great games than getting Sam Bradford. You know what he's capable of. Right. You know? And, you know, I mean, with Bradford at this time of the season, you know, getting traded for a first and a fourth rounder. Exactly. Kind of makes you excited because it's like that knee-jerk reaction where a guy goes down in training camp as Bridgewater did, right? Or even in practice this week, and it's like, wait a minute, our hopes are dashed. Yeah, that's right. We need a quarterback. Panic. Panic button. Panic button. Jimmy G can Jimmy be G. had for a one. Yes. You can keep your four. And, and, and by the way, we miss uh, Kevin Finn tonight, but he refuses to believe that he could possibly be traded in season, and I don't. Well, I think this here's a point. the thing. When we were talking about it that night, we were rather faded, and um, I was operating under the impression that this was his final year under contract. So I think he'll probably make the season and could be moved in the off season. You know? Oh, 100%. Right. Like, that's most likely going to happen. Right. But here's the thing. Don't, don't you think that, like, we're talking about that panic button. So let's just say week five – Inevitably, somebody right. goes down hurt, a, a starting quarterback on a team that has a chance to win now. Yeah. They hit the panic button. They say to themselves, well, look at this kid. I'm going to give up more now yeah. to, 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 to hold together the chances of winning a Super Bowl, having a successful season. Right. Let's get him right now, and I will give up more now than I would at the end of the season. It's true but that we would get more, but... I don't think the Patriots will do that. They want Brissett to have a year under his belt, holding the clipboard and finding out the ways before they would even be comfortable of getting rid of Garoppolo. So I think you look at him moving in the offseason or in a situation much as the same timetable as Bradford gets moved, if somebody who has high hopes entering a new stadium but, you know, loses a quarterback. But don't you think they would take that risk if, if another team came through and said, I'm willing to give you this now? Because I'm in the panic mode. You get more from somebody who's in the panic mode than you will later when thinks they have a chance in the draft and move some free agents and people move around. The shuffle begins and you can recycle quarterbacks. Whereas week five, all of a sudden someone goes down, ship them out right there, you get the most for your money. But before we get that far, uh, okay. this kid needs to throw a completed pass Okay. in week one. Right. I mean, no, he he might be just cut after next year. Okay, yeah, right. right. Well, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and by the way, he has a tough test for his first test against Arizona. Yeah, they can a play. defense. They can play. Woo-hoo-hoo. They can play. Um, he's not going to get traded this season. So just put that to bed. You and Kevin both. Well. That the reason why I was okay. agreeing with you okay. beforehand was because I thought he was up, you know, at the end of the season. Now that I know he's signed through next season, we can still trade him in the off season, or in a particular like a similar time to Sam Bradford, or you know, right before the deadline last year. I mean, quarterback is such an important uh, position and in such scarce supply in the NFL. Yes, that there's always going to be that demand. I don't know if you necessarily need that panic, but it helps. 
No doubt. It definitely but helps. Let's I see. think it's saying the, sending the wrong team uh, message to your team right now. You know that. Oh, I'm sure that if Tom at- Brady goes down. We're gonna just throw this rookie in there, who's you know, rather than our guy that's been studying the playbook for two seasons nonstop, you know, just trying to get a whiff. He, I, I by the way, I do like Jimmy. I like Jimmy. I like the, you know, uh, we come from Northwestern. I, the whole uh, Eastern Northern Illinois. Illinois, Eastern Illinois, Eastern Illinois. Yes, not Northern, not Northern. He broke all of Tony Romo's passing records there mm. at Eastern Illinois. Okay, and Tony Romo broke all of. Sean Payton's passing records oh, at East Illinois, so they've, they're they're kind of uh, you know Q- QBU a little bit QBU. On, on, in the mid majors. QBU, yeah, a little bit. Maybe Dallas needs they, maybe Dallas needs to bring him in. That'd be a good fit, eh? Hey, well, that kid's doing pretty good. Dak, Dakota Dak. Prescott, Dak Prescott, uh, Mississippi State guy. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Dak ain't gonna work i mean wow wow <laughs> wow the uh hey guys if you're following along with us live uh and you wanted to stir this rudderless discussion in a different direction you can hit up the uh youtube chat room we're keeping an eye on that and uh if you have any questions or you just want to say hey i like your t-shirt you know hit us up um so that's where we are. If uh, you want to, follow, if you're following along with this live, if you listen to this later, uh, you can hit us up in the comment section on YouTube. We check those, and then, uh, or you could always tweet Jay at Jay. What's your Twitter? Letter J Sharella. There you go. C H E R E L L A. Love that. I love that. For those of you watching, it's probably on the lower third. Um, yeah. So uh, Jimmy G. I mean. He's not as polished, right? You, uh, you think? You think? Anyways, do you think this is doing a disservice or a, a service of having that gigantic banner of Tom Brady in uh, Foxborough Stadium? <laughs> <laughs> it won't come into play this week, thank God. But this is this is an Aaron judgment on the uh, Patriots marketing team. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, I mean, it's a tough thing because they are trying to throw it in the NFL's face a little bit. That you know, they're trying to show their support to. The quarterback of the New England Patriots, yeah. Jimmy's knows that. You know, he he knows he's uh, he's leasing the offense. Okay, Tommy owns the offense. Okay, see, so it's like he's subletting. Okay, so he's yeah. got to understand that there's going to be pictures in the apartment. Okay, oh, okay. So and that's what's going on. Yeah, that's simply it. He's subletting his place. What are you going to do? I mean. He's subletting his place, and there was pitches already up, but this is like him, you know, throwing up a fathead right beside his bed uh, right before he leaves, you know, because that banner wasn't there. You know, if that's normal pitcher hanging, I mean, it's a little ridiculous. I mean, Jimmy G, of all the guys punching a clock for the NFL this Sunday, there's going to be no guy that has a harder job than Jimmy G. You no, know? no question about it. But following let's, a goat, let's stepping just, in for a legend, but, but, and but, now we hang a banner right there. Oh, guess what? Let's just say that uh, Tom Brady retired last year. Okay, guess what would be happening right now? There'd be banners going up. There'd be Tom Brady this, Tom Brady that, and guess what? Every time Tom, uh, Tom um, Jimmy threw a pass, they'd be like, "Well, you know, yeah. Tom would have got that. Tom, this is uh, you know, like Tom would have uh, right. hit that pass." So I mean, he's it would have made no difference, like. 
Patriot Nation, let me just uh, give a quick apology to my from my young friend who said three words we don't want to hear here in Patriot Nation. Tom Brady retires. All right, that guy is playing, drinking his you know vegetable juice. Forever He's young. For, the kid is going to be doing the, his job long after we're doing this one. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, he looks like he's twelve years old. His new haircut. Oh, I mean, how are you tasing? Uh, not you, but like oh. everybody is like skewering him on social media and stuff about his haircut. Yeah, I got news for you. What number twelve comes in with a mullet? Mullets are cool, right? Okay, we're going back to eighty nine. Well, you know, if it, it, you know, Uggs, they're cool. Why? Because Tom Brady's that guy. Well, first off, I was wearing them before he wore them. So they've always been cool. Back when they weren't cool, right? And then Tom Brady just like kind of vindicated it. Yeah. Well, my wife mentioned his haircut. She obviously she noticed it first. And yeah, of course. was like, this is awful. Sure, she wasn't the only wife. And when she drew my attention to this new haircut, and she brought it up online, and I looked at it, and I said, huh, hmm, that wouldn't look good on me. Right. But, you know, sure enough, like, he can wear anything. He's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, he's... He's got a little more hair up front, well, you know, yeah, I mean, to kind of play around with. But uh, okay, you you you're you're a good looking kid though, you know. Melissa, I make up for the loss of hair. That's it. Yeah, you know, you know, Melissa's a lucky girl. <laughs> uh, all right, so Garaps, okay, you know, first four we got with him. What realistically can we expect from him? And I, I know we don't want to, and you, you're talking about preparing him for four games. That's not the Patriot way, Jason. The Patriot way is we're preparing for the Arizona Cardinals. Okay? Like, just like Belichick said when he, they were trying to coax a, a comment out of him about that banner and stuff. Yeah. He's like, hey, you know, that doesn't, uh, that's not, we're concentrating on the Arizona Cardinals. Whatever marketing and decor we have, that's, that's nothing I can answer. Right. And that's just what you expect from Bill, and, you know, why we love him. It, but, you know, according to Jimmy, things are running a lot smoother without Tom Brady at practice right now. So, <laughs> I'm just wow. saying. I mean, he did say that, but it was kind of like well, you know, answering a direct question with how, you know, I mean, it's 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 more about. You know what? Rather than divvying up snaps, three guys, you get them just between two guys now. And that's what he's saying. It's smoother. He's smoother. right. Yeah. It probably it's running smoother without him there. It's true, but that's going to get blown out of proportion ah. because in this day and age of twenty four sports cycle and social media, and that's going to be. You think about how badly you would fail at a press conference. Well, you fail here, so can you right. imagine what you do at a press conference? And that's why I don't have any. I right. don't have any press conference. <laughs> so, I'm working up to that with this. Yeah. Well, why I would need a press conference uh, is another another thing I have to acquire too. <laughs> a reason for having a press conference. Uh, uh, so yeah, against Arizona, I think I, I think this whole uh, offense um, is going to. It, this is a tough test for Jimmy. I mean, his first game, mm-hmm. he's got to play against Arizona. I mean, couldn't we have like what, what's their first four games? Arizona away, Dolphins, Texans, Bills at home. Yeah, I mean, can we move up the Dolphins and play them first? Wow, they don't scare you, huh? Don't scare well, the fins. Arizona, I think it, Arizona could be one of the best defenses in the league. If they're I, pretty tough, they got some playmakers. Um, then they can have a pass rush. They have some great. They got a great secondary. I mean, this kid's got a, yeah. a serious test. We helped them get that pass rush a yeah. little bit, Chandler. Chandler. So, what do you think about that trade in the offseason, Chandler? You know, I mean, sometimes you know they don't accept behavior where 
You're, you're taking uh, synthetic, what is it, synthetic Fake mar- weed? Yeah, fake weed. And then just strolling into the Fox Passing Police Passing out department. at the police department front door. They don't look, they don't look kindly upon that? No. Right. I mean, Arizona, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's acceptable. <laughs> so for him, we get back in turn uh, Jonathan Cooper, a guy that yeah. was like the seventh overall pick a few years ago, uh, God. And then do we pick up another draft pick from them? Do we get a... Uh, fourth rounder um and cooper is uh he got a little dinged up early huh little, a little scary there little dinged up we wonder if uh you know he uh is going to be durable enough yeah to play i mean uh, you know the other thing okay here's the other thing I'm, I'm nervous about in arizona for jimmy is the o-line what are we going to see out of this o-line this year i mean we brought back skarnakia uh, we had added cooper but other than that we're looking at the same faces so uh, it would be very interesting interesting to see how much this changes because last year it was a problem uh Yes, it was a problem. I'm the difference I'm taking this year is the fact we do have Dante back, and you know this guy is widely known around the league as one of the better football coaches out there. That's not a head coach, uh, and you know, in everybody you ask, they, they always kind of point to his attention to detail, and you know maybe that was something a little bit lacking last year with uh, Dave DeGelmo, De uh, but you know we do have Dante back. Uh, you know, it's a little bit. Uh, we got a second round pick back as well with Jonathan Cooper for Chandler, so that's good. Uh, we'll pick that up in a second. But now that we're talking O line, uh, so you know, in Dante we trust much like in Bill we trust. Um, you know, we've had good O lines in the past with him. So and losing one of our starting tackles for the second year in a row. You know, this year Seabass, last year it was uh, uh, Volmer, but you know. I, it hurt us a little bit last year, not only because Dante wasn't there, but Volmer we lost in, like, game five, you know? So it's like an in-season thing. This year, we lose Seabass, you know, and we're still in training camp. We're still in the exhibition season. And, uh, you know, so I think we have a little bit more time to kind of recoup for that. Because the way the, the, the Patriots seem to operate is, like, September is still kind of an extension of preseason a little bit you're still kind of figuring out your team you're still seeing who your best guy is at every position who's going to gel with who and you know hopefully uh you know I- i'm excited about joe tooney who we tooney who or tooney i think it is who we picked up in the third round this year uh he's a very versatile guy uh so and uh you know although he's not starting I think he's a guy that could really, they have a lot of confidence in that come in and play God for you. He's played a little tackle in college, even a little bit of center. So uh, he, we picked him up in, in round uh, round three, like I said, one of our three uh, third-round picks there with Jacoby Brissett, which was a little bit of a surprise to me, and Vincent Valentine. But uh, yeah. well, what do you think of the old line? I, I mean... Uh, at first, I was excited because Dante was back, and that's fine. But then the injury to Seabass gave me a little bit of pause. And then when I watched that fourth preseason game, we got number 12 out there, you know, advisably or non-advisably, you know, under center. And he's taking a couple hits. It gave me a little pause. I'm not going to lie to you. It gave me a little bit of pause. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I think to me, it's that's that's a big you know question mark. I mean, I was like that they sure didn't do a good job last year. So what they can improve on, and I, I think really seeing what Skarnecki really brings to the table will be, uh, you know, we're going to need it. We're going to need it. That's mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, if, if uh, Jimmy's going to need the time. Right. He's definitely going to need the time. Obviously. The one good thing that uh, th- what I keep hearing about uh, Garoppolo is that he, and you kind of saw this a little bit in preseason, uh, not not kind of in his first half of preseason where it looked a little bit like a, like a deer in headlights, but once he got kind of, you know, comfortable with the speed of the game and stuff, he gets the ball out quick. You know, so, you know, maybe he throws the ball away too quick, but that we'd rather do that. You know, just we want every every drive to end in a kick, whether that be a, an extra point, a field goal, or a punt. punt. We certainly don't want turnovers, and that's going to be the big thing. So, uh, you know, I, I, I'm thinking he's going to be good enough to be able to go 2-2 two and two in these first four games. Oh, I, I, I'm t- definitely, I believe that. I do believe that. Potentially three and one. Do you, can you do you remember what happened the last time the Patriots started a season two and two? Um, I would. I'm gonna. You're throwing this out to me, so I'm gonna venture to guess they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right, Jason. <laughs> Lucky guess. That happened way back in 014 when they 0-14. won their last Super Bowl. 014. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh well, there you go. I mean, two and two. Two and two. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. I think Arizona can be had, and this is why I'm go- what I'm why I'm going to tell you. Okay, okay, let me. If you get, if they go two All and right. two, there it goes. Yep. If they go two and two, who are they, who are you calling the losses to? Well, I'm thinking three and one if they can beat Arizona, but I'm thinking the Bills might beat us. Oh, really? Not the Texans. The Texans, I think we can get to because I always love Bill versus a young quarterback. Not to say Tyrod's old, but he's he's got more experience than Osweiler. And Osweiler's coming into this season as the guy, and he got a big old contract to be the guy. I think there's a lot of pressure heaped on him. You know, plus I think there's a little bit of a crawl space in Bill O'Brien's head where Bill Belichick can still reside, you know? So, I mean, you you think four zero, four zero? No, I think I, I think three and one, and I think the loss is Arizona. Get away the home games. That's you know makes sense. Makes sense. I I, I don't see how they can get past Arizona. With if, well, let me if, tell if, you. Let me, okay, before you go there, I'm okay. gonna give you that. I, I think if Arizona was like the third game, right? Then I, I I'll, I'll buy into what you're about to spew right now. Right. But go ahead. Okay. Whether it's the third game or the first game, Carson Palmer's done. Did you watch the NFC Championship game last year? You know, as the old saying goes, father times undefeated. And, you know, I don't think he's, you know, married to a supermodel that's, you know, has his chef in there that's making him kale shakes every morning. I think he's just, you know, on the Carson Palmer train. And, you know, they don't have that attention to... I don't know. I, I mean, I just okay. think he's done. But do, and, and that he's, couple with going up against a Bill Belichick defense that is going to be very formidable this year. Hold on, time out. Okay. Now you're time talking about a, a Bill Belichick defense First that that gets better over the course of the year. It never starts off great. It never does. It it builds to the point of being great, but it never starts off great. And if you're talking about Carson Palmer being Carson Palmer, 
Guess what? That happens in week six, not week one. Yeah. Well, don't they have to build up to something too? Don't they have to get some games under their belt? Maybe he's going to be a little bit shaky. You know? I don't know about shaky. Mm. He's a veteran. He's, uh, he's yes. How many years has he played? I also think this defense and you know is just going to be flying around these first four weeks. Now, I have no proof that this conversation happened, but as a lifelong Patriots fan, I like to think it did. Tom Brady walking out of there in his last day of practice goes by the defensive you know, unit, defensive huddle, or goes by where they sit in the locker room and says, you know, maybe something simply as, go get him, D. <laughs> I'll see you in like four weeks or five weeks. You're a young player on that defense. What are you thinking? Yeah, I, oh, my word. Right. The greatest of all time just challenged me to win these next four games for this team, and that's exactly what we're going to go out and do. Yeah, you you mean, don't think Dante Hightower is thinking that right now? Go. I know damn well he is. Yeah, they got to step up for Tom. And I, you that's know what? Right. I, if we're writing a movie at the end of this, I, that that sh- that scene should be in there. Yeah, because it's good. I I'm only to the point where uh, that we, scene. We, we wave Josh Klein. Well, <laughs> 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 yeah, what happened there? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, nobody wants to take our injured offensive lineman. I think it's. Yeah, we, it's we kind of it, terrible. It's kind of it, it's kind of great. It's like this past week we were like, oh, let's take this uh, this this guy here and send him over here for a trade, and it like they got sent back like it was an under uh, undercooked cheeseburger, you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, I you know I I don't send stuff back. I just eat that. Uh, yeah, yeah, so do I. It's yeah. like take it. Okay, well it's this terrible. I ordered this, so yeah. I'm going to eat this. Yeah, I mean. It's gonna come back burnt and with spit in it or pubes. I'm, right. I'm not. And Can you know eat what? That we, hamburger. You know, we, they sent it back to the kitchen, and know what we did? We threw it out. That's it. We threw so it out. he's released. Now, did did the similar fate happen to Brian Stork? I kind of got lost no. in the shuffle. On that. Uh, Stork, they put him on short term injury reserve. Okay, so he could still be back with the team. Yeah, I think they kind of like stash him there. Yeah. In in hopes that uh, maybe they can move him. I mean. Yeah, well, I mean, this guy won the award in you know college for being the best center in uh, in in college game, and like we come up and he, you know, he kind of is that kind of has a hair across his ass a little bit, you know, kind of a Mankins type, you know, mm-hmm. but maybe just Dante doesn't want that type on the squad because it seems like he was traded once he had that kind of dust up in that mixed uh, practice this year, mm-hmm. you know, who was that with the Saints maybe? Uh, that he got in a little scuffle with, and maybe it was the Bears. Um, interesting. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, they definitely showed their cards. So, I mean, uh, you know, and he, I don't know what's going to happen there, yeah. but I'm sure it's, he, David doesn't, Andrews. He, he doesn't feel good. David Andrews. He's the guy. Going to be getting the looks. Um, so, as far as the uh, Patriots offseason, what do you think, I mean, who are you most excited about as far as our acquisitions in the offseason? Chris Hogan. Okay, nice. I, 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 Brady had that one pass with him in the preseason woo. that makes it gives you. I mean, it dropped it right down the chimney. I I saw that and I turned the TV off. I yeah. said, "Okay, I, I'm good. I'm, I'm ready for the regular season." I'm ready, I, I know. I I got a glimpse of what I'm going to be seeing, and that was it. It was like, boop! It was a raindrop. Right? Okay, Chris Hogan. I love it. I love. This is this is the guy. All this right. is, this is the, I mean, we're going to hear his name a lot this year. Okay. Did you pick him up in a late round in your fantasy draft? Yeah, I didn't. I Oof. didn't. I didn't. Did you? Did you get any pats this year in fantasy? Um, 
I did get uh, James White at one point. Okay. I have two leagues. I got James White in one. Uh, picked him up. Okay. Just as a recept flex type of plug-in play type of situation. Um, well, I mean, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna be what that third down guy uh, right off the bat for the Pats. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, maybe getting some reps earlier. Uh, who's it gonna be? Legarrett on first down, first and second down. I mean, let's just talk about the running backs. Let's just let's talk it. about it. Let's I mean, Legarrett Blount. Are we gonna... He keeps coming back. He we does. I mean, and the price is always going to be right because he doesn't really want to play for anybody else other than Belichick. He so just, it's like here's permanent my, here's, hometown I, discount. It, it, he can't catch the ball, though. He can't catch the ball, but that's fine. We have plenty of pass-catching running backs there. To, to he can use. hurl dudes, though. He can move the line, but the problem for me is he can't get to the line. Right. Okay? Once he gets to the line, he can move it. Yeah. But he can't get there, and that's what I've always... My hang-up is with Blunt. Right. You know, we don't have uh, like that running back that can cut. Like I don't feel like Legarrette Blunt can make the cut. You know How about DJ Foster, a guy who's looked very good in the preseason, and probably a uh, you know a reason uh, a guy that um, you know kind of Tyler Gaffney. He's a uh, he got cut. I mean, yeah, I is, he, is he on the practice I, squad? A lot of I, guys liked him. I liked him. Well, I did, he's gone, and I don't know where he landed, but he should land somewhere. Yeah, I I I thought I was shocked that he got cut. He right. that was the biggest shock for me, uh, as far as players getting cut. Yeah. Okay. In preseason, and you know it was a little shocking to me too. I do I was able to catch a little bit more of the preseason than you did, but uh, this guy really showed up, uh, DJ Foster. And, uh, you know, kind of made it hard for the uh, the Pats to really keep Gaffney over him. I mean, he was that good. He's an undrafted rookie out of Arizona State. Yeah, he's a, also a pass catcher. Yep. They love those pass catching running backs, which, by well, the way. You've got to have them. They, you know? they, they uh, signed uh, Bishop Sankey to the practice squad. Interesting. So, I, uh, that, that, yeah, it would be interesting to see what develops there. Yeah, that guy's a former first rounder or second rounder. With, yeah. out of Washington. Uh, yeah. who, who was he with? Tennessee, Tennessee. right? And he yeah. could never really get going. And then Tennessee spent a draft pick, a draft pick on Derrick Henry this year, also bringing DeMarco Murray in. There was just no, no space place. Yeah. And that's that's awesome. And that's what you do, and that's that's what Bill always does. Well, Pluck it, from people, absolutely. victims of the numbers but game. You, but do you know what else happens? Is because of this, uh, the, the Patriots organization and now being around for this many years – Players like that, they have a choice. The Patriots aren't the only team that comes calling for Sankey, but Sankey decides that the Patriots is where he wants to go. Mm -hmm. And that, my friend, is why great organizations stay great. Rings, baby. Rings. (laughs) Okay? Bishop wants one. What's a bishop without a ring? Yeah, but it's not even Come on. It's not even about the ring. It's about a first class organization. And they want to go play for, uh, a, you know, if you want to go work somewhere and you want to go work for, for somebody who's a professional, somebody who's great at their job, okay? That's what Sankey's doing. He says, I'm going there because they operate on a professional level. All right. Yeah, I mean. Same with, uh, uh, who did we get from uh, Cleveland? Uh, Berkevious Mingo. Oof. You got to like that. I mean, that choice wasn't really on him. We made a straight-up trade for that. But, um, you know, this guy is a physical freak, you know. Uh, 
I remember seeing this guy play in college at LSU, and he was just, you know, off the edge like a bullet and really got on quarterback something fierce. I mean, so much so that he was the sixth overall pick back in 013, you know, for Cleveland. So, but, you know, there's another thing. It's just us plucking another edge rusher off Cleveland. It's like, they're still in that U Jackson, you know, it's a new coach. So there's going to be guys that maybe don't fit into these things that are still football players. They're trying to take the square peg and fit it into a circle, okay? And and, and if it doesn't fit, they're just like, oh, it doesn't fit. Patriots are like, hold on. That guy right there is very versatile. We can take him and maneuver him and find a way to... Get the most out of that individual. You were good at being a square peg. We'll make a square opening for yeah, you. Yeah. No problem. Oh, yeah, we'll put a you square know? here, and then we'll, we'll make a groove that you can move freely through. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, he, he's maybe he's just a third down guy. The one thing that kind of scares me is that um, in the preseason, I saw him like kind of dropping back a little bit in coverage. And it was almost like he was kind of mimicking the role that a Jamie Collins has. Okay? And so that makes me sad a little bit. Because at the end of this season, and one of the main reasons why Chandler Jones got traded, because he was up at the end of this season, but also up at the end of this season for contracts, Malcolm Butler, Jamie Collins, and Dante Hightower. So, Who's staying and who's going? Uh yeah, do, do you think I mean uh, I don't think we can re-sign all three. I think Butler's gone. I I, I think Butler and Collins are gone. And we're going to be able to get Hightower back. That's what I would. I I, I would have to speculate. Because yeah, yeah. I think Collins is just kind of that. Well, Hightower kind of a unicorn a little bit. Hightower was named a captain this year. Okay, so nice. that says a lot about what they think of him, and so that you know they, they don't just make him a captain. Yeah. And let him just, well, you mean it's... Well, he wears that green dot, you know. He's got the mic on his helmet and the defense. So you he's know too that valuable. Guy's usually, he's uh, too valuable to the defense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think you you'd, you could find a high tower. You could find another high tower before you could find another Collins. That's all I'm saying. You don't think you can find another Butler? Well, yeah, I think Butler would be the easiest to replace. Yeah, okay. Um but that being said, I still love him. I, he's awesome. He's homegrown. We got him as a free agent. You know that guy should you know think about giving us a hometown discount and you know oh that's be, not going to happen. Be a career that's patriot. Not gonna happen. The one guy I think it can happen with is Hightower because I think he is that type of guy. You know, and there's something about well, there, that yeah, there is what there is. What, something what was I going to say? I'll tell you what you're going to so, say. Okay. There's something about staying. And taking that discount and becoming a legend within the city, that one city. I mean, it it goes beyond sports. It goes to uh, businesses that you may want to start after sports. You just become a part of the fabric of that city, and you can do anything within it, whether it's foundations and business. and uh, it, it just You can really root down and be, be a legend. Whereas if you just start to bounce and follow that paycheck... Then you're just like, oh yeah, you, you played on you played on this team and that team, and hmm. you were in the NFL. Or do you 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 root down? You say this is where I'm going to make my name. So that whole diatribe you just said about getting into business after you're done in playing days, that's what you thought I was going to say. That's what you should have said. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, I, I was just going to say that he's an Alabama guy and that there's something about this pipeline between, you know, Alabama and Saban, you know, sending his guys to, to Belichick, you know, and it's like there's always the speculation like when Alabama does well they win a championship like real recognized real like yeah, right <laughs> well I mean they coach together you know back back in Cleveland and you know it's it's like um I, I anytime that speculation comes up I'm like please no please no please no because you know we also had another pipeline at Rutgers when Greg Shiano uh-huh. was there uh-huh. doing that stuff I mean we must like the new guy in there because we're still getting Rutgers guys but um you know Having that pipeline is nice, and that's why we always said Cyrus Jones is another guy. He's looked good, yeah. You know, in the preseason, I'm excited, I'm excited to see what he does. This he year. could come in and be yep. a slot corner for us right now. Yeah, you know, the guy can return. You know, yep. I'd probably like to see him back there over Edelman, but it looks yeah. like Edelman's going to start the season out there. Um, How many games does Edelman have before? Before, before what? You know, he's going to get dinged up. Yeah. I mean, he is coming off a foot injury, so this that's another reason I don't want him really returning. So, um, you know, that's a little sketchy. Um, so, just to, uh, to talk a little bit more about our off-season acquisitions, Martellus Bennett. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm my excited. Word. So excited. Excited. I, I did pick him up in one of my fantasy drafts. Nice. Only because... Right? Why not? Yeah. It's like going to be go go back to that year when we had, well, oh, what's his name? Well, it's... Ho- hopefully less murders. Temperate. Hopefully less yeah. murders. I mean, I don't think he has. Uh, he's not at the skill level that Aaron Hernandez was at that time. Oof. He's I mean, tremendously skilled. He's... but And like, smarter than Hernandez. But Hernandez was a specimen. He was young and, like, he was... I mean, more athletic at that at this point. At this point, okay. no. I mean, he's Montellus is pretty athletic, man. And you know, it's like his brother's a little bit kind of not happy with his contract in Seattle right now. So if he's another guy that wants to look to get a few of these, few of these rings, <laughs> maybe he's a guy we see in a Patriot uniform. I, do, I, I think Martellus Bennett is what we wanted out of that channel last year. Yeah. Right. Uh, he's much more athletic than Chandler. Yeah. So, you know, and it, it seems like Chan- the deal with Chandler was well, he wasn't, uh, you know, able to pick up the offense. And with every indication uh, with Martellus and all we hear and of, uh, you know, players talking about him or extolling the virtues of how quick he is picking up. Plus, he's just a great uh, interview. Yeah. He's yeah, a great he, interview. And he seems like a, a great uh, presence in the locker room. Yeah. And so I, I think this, this fit is great. I, I, I love it. I can't wait to see it on display like people double down on on on, on Gronk and it's going to be Martellus Bennett time mm-hmm. you know and another guy I think that we picked up uh, also from the Bears because you know this is year two of John Fox in there so it's another opportunity where McClellan? you can kind of vulture some guys McClellan you know and he reminds me a little bit of a guy by the name and I don't want to give him too much hope lore right now hope. in Patriot Nation yeah I don't what little bit of Rabel. Okay. There's a little bit of Rabel in him. You know, I think he can play down. He can play up. He's going to bring that versatility to the position. And I'm just, I'm excited about him as well. Okay. All right. Okay. And uh, who else are you excited about? I- I'm also excited about uh, fourth-round draft prick Malcolm Mitchell. Okay. Uh, out of Georgia. Stretch the field? 
the little stretch the field guy. I think he's got great hands. Also uh, talked about because you know I need player. somebody to stretch the field. I've you been bit, I've been bitching about that for two years now. That's true. That's yeah. true. Um, but all right. Well, you know what about Eric Rowe? Eric Rowe, I don't know enough about, but that's the guy we got in the botched uh, Josh Klein trade. So right now we're sending over a fourth-round pick for him. Yeah. He's a former second-rounder, and, you know, it's like one of those guys we're going to be bringing in guys to audition for that Malcolm Butler job. Yeah. But, uh, well, that's good. I mean, time flies on us when we're having fun. Uh, You know, anything else you want to utter out before we go? No, I'm really excited to see what uh, goes down this weekend and what's ahead of us this year. They're uh, they're playing to be... The only team to win six straight conference championships, most consecutive division titles of eight, Oof. possibly on the line here, and 16 straight winning seasons will tie the Niners and the Cowboys. Oof. That's what's on the line this year. I love that. I love that. We'll be coming at you every Wednesday during the season, gang, at about 11, 11 Eastern time. So check us out here, or you can always find us on YouTube or AfterBuzz TV or iTunes. For Jason Chirella, I'm Mike Conley. Thanks for tuning in with us on another edition of Patriots Rap 360. Go Pats! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.